last time we took a big break from the show, <laughs> <laughs> we, we came back starting about like our whole impending infrastructure collapse because everything is meant to be replaced on a 30-year cycle and we're on like year 50 through 70 on most of it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're on the never schedule, right. which isn't like amazing, actually. But all that shit was put in on the 30 schedule. Yeah. It's, I got to admit, it's a little confusing to me how, like, they keep talking, like, you see articles from Texan sources, and they're like, the extreme cold. And I'm like, eh, I mean, that's pretty ordinary cold for, like, upstate New York. Right. Texas is uniquely vulnerable to what happened to them for, like, a giant list of reasons. Mm. Every single item on that list is capable of causing a smaller scale version of what has actually happened to them. It's not one of those cases where you need like all of it to come together in order for it to be a catastrophe. It's more of like each of these is their own little catastrophe and like you're just summing them together. It was always <laughs> going to be bad. One more thing would have been like grid failure that requires repairs <laughs> yeah. instead of like it just being like intentionally down. So the regional difference is they don't assume there's going to be a lot of like zero degree F days and therefore nothing is ready for that. And it turns out that that means way more than I thought it did. Like it's not just, you know, when we were um, talking about adventures in, you know, Atlanta snowstorms because <laughs> just snow tires aren't a thing down there. And they don't have plows. Right. Like, that's fine because, you know, pandemic, everyone stay home, uh, plus or minus bad governments. But what is fascinating, just absolutely fascinating, is that all of their power infrastructure is the same kinds that are in New Jersey and upstate New York, uh, which is everything. Like, it's a, it's a mix of literary, literally everything, uh, mostly natural gas. Uh, a little bit of coal, a tiny bit of renewables, uh, both flavors, and um, even one nuclear plant. And even the nuclear plant froze. Yeah, that's really... I I find that very surprising. Like, I guess the whole thing is like in open air or like what just the, the fuck, building man? itself is ma made out of like... Cardboard? Tin? Like, <laughs> how? Um, because... I mean, basically, you know, all of your uh, thermal power generator type power plants are doing the same thing. They're making steam, which in an enclosed pressurized system turns a turbine. And uh, I guess this <laughs> nuclear powered steam <laughs> yeah. managed to flash freeze in the hot active turbine because this isn't a cold reactor that they couldn't start. That's like a different kind of failure. This is one that was running that they had to shut down because the turbine wouldn't move anymore. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> and in the uh, the natural gas plants, which operate uh, kind of more like a car, like if you get a natural gas generator, you know, it's not, you know, a, a little <laughs> boiler in there that's turning the turbine. <laughs> uh, in that case, it turns out that they just don't use the same grade of everything along the pipeline and i just mean all of it um in terms of like the purity the pressure and the insulation so 
there's bubbles that like bubbles of you know moist air that turn into ice and then freeze the gas pipe closed yeah that's also bad which doesn't happen in like new jersey which you know has natural gas plants like on the beach and Mm. that is quite cold in the winter the thing that makes all of that suck even more (laughs) is uh texas refuses to be part of either the east or west grid in the u.s because each of those grids are uh connected to each other and also connected to canada and mexico i mean that is how grids are supposed to work right that's the idea of the macro grid is that you have grids of grids so that you can do things like this power plant uh needs to like shut down completely because there's like a really suspicious truck outside with the big biohazard symbol (laughs) on it (laughs) um and you don't like have cascading rollouts like you did in the 90s in new york like this is like all upgrades that took place since still not fixing anything that's on a 30-year cycle this is mostly like well no (laughs) done in like software and like adding shit not replacing anything right of course of course uh but texas meanwhile is like no (laughs) and and the best part is like their justification for it is so that they don't have to be up to the national standard which isn't even a federal guideline it's like the guideline of you know like they have to deal with like psg and e and pg and e and all the other companies agreed upon standards which are also not good enough yeah they don't want to meet the already not adequate standards that are in place so they were like no we're just gonna do our own thing it'll be cool except it super wasn't yeah and the the final at least infrastructure related problem is that in cold weather states there's rarely electric heat as a primary or exclusive heat source in a home usually someone has a minimum of two sources of heat and they sort of pick and choose or use both uh but either way whether it's you know underground natural gas in a lot of places that have like real sewers hmm. uh delivered oil or just electric supplementing the corners of a house with a proper wood stove like all of that is just so much less on the grid so in the northeast summer is peak season because all of that other energy you know which you know by and large is still dirty it's just it's just coming Mm. from different dirty sources (laughs) (laughs) so it's not stressing the power grid and um so the failures we get in winter are, you know, the uh, to get back on this horse because we don't fucking bury anything. <laughs> so <laughs> when ice is your weather, like just ice from the sky. <laughs> yes, the kind of weather that I had today. We still have the potential for losing power because the physical wires go down. Right. And like, yeah, that's pain in the ass and preventable. But like, like, I'm not saying like we're doing good here just because lights happen to be on now but they have done like as much as possible wrong yeah it really is remarkable uh it's kind of funny uh a lot of people it's 
Well, it's not funny. It's actually really annoying how a lot of people on Twitter are saying that, well, it's because those wind power plants, which what? Which is like, what? It's because they have some wind power plants. Oh, well, California, like everybody, all Texas wants to do is point fingers at California, which also has problems. But yeah, and that's funny for a lot of reasons. So number one, New Jersey's uh, wind farms are like outside Atlantic City. So they're like in a swamp next to the beach um, and they are <laughs> treated to not freeze because, again, like we are aware that <laughs> winter is a thing. <laughs> yeah. And this isn't like a totally new phenomenon where sometimes places that don't usually get cold get real cold. We've had this happen. This has happened at least once, basically everywhere in this country for at least like five or six years. Yeah. And the other funny thing about the wind turbines is that they're uh, e- even though a handful of them uh, are down because they iced, they're overperforming their normal winter forecast. And as a result of so much else being down, their uh, uh, <laughs> proportion of like remaining energy actually being produced in Texas is way up. They're doing what little they can to make it uh, less of a shit show. <laughs> the windmills are like, hey, we're trying, all right? And yeah, so the... Uh, Anomalous weather being the norm here, like, comes back to the fact that we've just broken the jet stream, and it's going to stay broken. Only a hundred years ago, (laughs) the jet stream was a perfect ring that was never centered and just sort of traveled around in a cyclical fashion. It was always circle-shaped, it was always roughly the same size. And as it wobbled around, it would, you know, dip in the U.S. as it went higher in Russia and uh, vice versa. That was just what it was. And depending on how things lined up with that and other things going on would be if hurricanes were landing or blowing out to sea or, you know, all sorts of stuff you could kind of like at least take a, a guess at. In 2020, the jet stream had a particularly bad year. Didn't we all? Right now, it is just like U-shaped over the U.S., which means that literal Arctic air is reaching into Texas. Yeah, all that nasty Canadian shit. That It's funny how like Edmonton is the Texas of Canada and now Texas is the Texas of Canada practically because <laughs> they've yeah. got the same weather. It's literally their air. Yeah, those bastards. <laughs> and... What's also funny about those dips is that outside of the dip is tropical air is being allowed to like seep up higher. Before we got our storms uh, today, um, it was like 45 a couple days ago here, which is way above average for February. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of OK here for a little bit. And uh, now now it's not again Uh, but it's going to be 50 next week but then it's going to snow again on thursday or something like that we've broken the weather (laughs) it sucks like we have perpetual fire season we have perpetual hurricane season um there's that great photo from like september 14th of 2020 where you could see five tropical cyclones and also the 
uh, wildfire smoke well-defined covering the entire country. Yeah, we had California wildfire smoke here. And, and like some of my coworkers were complaining about having weird allergy symptoms. And I'm like, well, if you look at Washington Post, you'll see on the front page, there's an article about how uh, the uh, wildfire smoke, you know, from the opposite coast has reached us. And I love how like everyone can like locally rationalize it away as like, hmm, why do I smell like campfire or like chimney smoke? Hmm. Well, I guess it is chilly. Today. Right? It must be one of the neighbors. But yeah, it must be one of the neighbors. And I'm like trying to tell my mom, like, because in the summer I was, you know, going over there a lot because it was, you know, not deathly to uh, hang out outside. Right. That, like, no, like, not ev- like not every third house <laughs> is using <laughs> their fireplace. Yeah. Like, I can smell it on the highway. I could smell it in the, you know, tiny city next to where I live. Like, it's everywhere and so is like this weird overcast that doesn't look like overcast because it's smoke yeah i i almost don't notice that because of course i'm i lived in southern california so many years where the sky being kind of brown is just you know it's, <laughs> it's just how it is well it got to be orange this year for them, mm. so. yeah people got to take some truly alarming photographs where everything's like red <sighs> Well, <laughs> we've tried nothing and we're all out of ideas uh, yeah. as far as fixing both the climate and infrastructure. So it seems like we're just going to continue to be increasingly fucked uh, until we're all dead. And some other country can write about us the way we write about the Soviet Union. <laughs> you think there will be other countries? I don't know. <laughs> well, one of them. Yeah, maybe. Maybe maybe whoever uh, is on duty at the seed vault. <laughs> <laughs>